Welcome to Real Moms 2 Podcast. Let's face it, nothing will test you more than the moment you become a mother. Yes, that includes stepmoms, adoptive moms, foster moms, all moms. Believe me, we know. Being a mom can be one of your greatest joys and your biggest headache. This podcast is two real moms discussing real life issues and situations we face throughout motherhood. Expect to laugh and cry. But most importantly... Expect to relate. Because if you're nothing else in life, you're a real mom too. Welcome to episode three. This is Alana and I'm here with my girl, Sia. Today, we're going to discuss going back to work, daycare, and some of our fun fall faves. Also, we want to mention that we're now on three platforms, Blueberry, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. So continue to subscribe, listen, comment, and share. Thank you and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, we're super excited to introduce our fall fun faves. And I love the fall, like it, it, it's literally one of my favorite seasons. It's not my favorite season at all. But really? It's like my second favorite, like I'm a summer girl, even though I was born, born in the winter. You know what's funny though, as a kid, I would say the same, like I love to go swimming, but now I got three little girls hair to wash, so swimming ain't always on the top of the list. And then I sweat bad. So fall. <laughs> fall is definitely where it's at for me. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so this segment is us talking about our favorite things during the fall that we get to do or that we're feeling right now during this fall season. And my number one is apple. Apple everything. Really? Yes. Even the scent? Yes. Like the apple cinnamon? Yes. Now that's the one scent I can't stand. Uh- it's still cinnamon Cinnamony. Cinnamon y. Cinnamon Like I would find in Nemo. So apples. Apples. Like apple. And my favorite apple is Honeycrisp. It's my favorite one. It's like so juicy. And they're like extra big. So that you could like cut it so it's like two apples in one. And then I like to have apple cider. Mm. Like, with, like, the real cinnamon sticks in there. It's, like, super warm. And I saw a picture of somebody the other day, and they put, like, whipped cream on top. of like, oh, that's fancy. That does not sound... Listen, you got to drizzle the whipped cream okay. with the caramel on top okay. of that. It's so good. And add some whiskey yes. or some wine. I do make a good hot cider whiskey, like, bourbon ish type Look, of thing just let me know when it's we are bomb. invited to come it's over bomb. i, I stir it on the stove like old-fashioned yes like, yes mm, with the fresh and cinnamon in the knees and a little bit of orange zest oh yes girls popping. it's fancy all right so apples one thing i love to do is decorate I will oh never gosh. forget the first time you walked in my house, too, and tried to come for me. She is Martha. Martha Potts. Except I don't use that N-word. That she... <laughs> Let me stop. I'm just kidding, y'all. <laughs> was that just shade to Martha? That was shade. <laughs> girl, put your glasses on. Shade. But for real, I appreciate you, Martha, because I'm not. I'm right there with you, girl. She my really porch, is. My porch is decorated. Like, who cares about their porch? This one. Clearly. I'm going to do fall pictures with my kids on the porch. <laughs> 
Like, that's our background. I already got the setting already ready, girl. We're going to do fall yes. pictures on the porch. That's so beautiful. All I'm waiting no to do. No. Look, <laughs> seriously, I, we are waiting to do our annual pumpkin patch. Are you doing, like, leaves and hay? Because I, I like have a stack of hay. hay on your there porch. There is like, definitely. Where, did, where do you buy hay? I got it from, like... Oh, one of those flower shops. And you know what's funny? I've been using the same hay for the past three years. <laughs> that hay was snorted. like $12. <laughs> but it's been the know. best investment, child. No, that's trifling. And that's how you know I've been working out, too, because I was able to pick it up by myself. I did not have to oh wait on the boo. Yep, it sits in the, in the garage, and it waits every fall for its oh, debut. God. On the porch. We're going to post a picture on Real Moms 2 Instagram page so y'all can see Martha Parks in her element. Because she literally is like Martha Stewart when when it's fall. Like, I met her, and then shortly after I met her, fall came around. I'm like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Who has all this stuff? Just pull pull it all out and just place it everywhere. Like, how? Where where did all this stuff come from? Mm -hmm. She literally has everything. Like... Mantle done, the kitchen yeah. table, the bathroom, Bath and Body Works, y'all. That pumpkin spice. Oh my god! Hand so soap? do you? Okay, question. Do you like pumpkin spice flavor? I do. I'm definitely a sweet potato girl. Okay, but she's talking about pie for those who are wondering. She's. I mean, like, sweet potato everything. Seriously, I would prefer arg- sweet potato over pumpkin any day. Okay. Anyways. Really? They're both is kind of like, like so for Thanksgiving people are like, oh my gosh, I really want some yams or sweet potato, whatever you eat or refer to. I'm like, uh, I'll make it, but it literally is like half a spoon on my plate. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness, girl, with some butter and some cinnamon in it, some nutmeg. You got to be careful with that nutmeg, though. I messed up one time. The first time I made a sweet potato pie and put too much nutmeg, it was so spicy. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my gosh. We didn't wasted this whole five sweet potatoes. And I'm like, I was not happy with myself. It's okay. But, yes, so I really like apple, apple apple cider with apple cinnamon. I even have, like, an apple-flavored tea. But then also a really, 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 because of, like, apple. I didn't get to go last year, but I want to go this year. Apple picking, I'm kind of, like, like, any fresh fruit is, like, my thing. I don't care if it's, like, $20. I'm going to yes, get fresh I fruit. I remember this past summer, y'all, Sia <laughs> went to some market and got, like, too many peaches for three people. That's all I'm going to say. It's just her, her, husband, and her baby. It's the peach truck that travels across the Midwest. Yes, for anyone that doesn't know, Google it or look on Facebook. They have their own page, and people go crazy when they, like, make this announcement. It's Sia. Really- <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> it's really- Whatever. It's really not, like, a... Like, you think, like, oh, it's just, like, the old wooden peach. No, they come in, like, a semi-truck, and they have this, like, frozen freezer in there, and they have this huge box of peaches straight off the tree. Like, you have to let – they're so fresh that you have to, like, get the box and let them sit on the counter for a little while so that they can, um, like, be more ripe, I guess. Yeah, soften up. This is – Just like a little bit. a little soft. Because so when you get them, juicy. they're, like, hard. But anyway, they're so good. So because I really like fresh fruit, then I really want – some apples fresh apple picking and then i really like this year elia will be a little bit older so for halloween i guess we're christian so should we even say halloween i don't know anyway i love halloween we go to church and they have like this wonderful harvest party and this year she can actually like walk and get her own bucket i was like going around trick-or-treating for her but this year i'm so excited to dress her up last year she was winnie the pooh 
I don't know what she's going to be this year, but I think last year we like did like a family thing. So Yeah, that was cute. It was I'm cute. I'm excited The little poo thing. I was piglet. My but, husband was Can tigger. I just rewind real quick? What, you said what? you got her candy. So that means you ate her candy, right? Because clearly she Anyways, was not on, even one yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, those are fall fun favorites. Again, mine is... Um, decorating pumpkin patches and apple picking as well lens form is a place i really like to go to here in ohio yeah whatever anyways <laughs> i'm just really a little bitter about how she decorates for the fall i will never let it go i will never let her live it down yeah but you know why she's bitter right because she ain't got the juice to do it for herself that y'all. is so true she ain't i'm got like the juice. shady mcshades through over here just hating because my house first of all i haven't even decorated my house for real, let alone, <laughs> let alone for theme or holiday. <laughs> theme that's not holiday. even a real. I'm not. I'm like season. ten years. That's like ten years from now. I'm I'm so far away from that. I it's probably funny still though, won't do it. The kids love it. Oh, so and they help? No, no. It was funny though because Braylon was like, "Mommy, I want to help." I was like, "Uh, you messing me up? This is my thing. This is Get me. Away. I'm in my element. Okay, you could just enjoy it after um, the. You're supposed to be creating memories with them, not. Not I have some other stuff for the fall that we can definitely talk about in another episode okay. of our fall fun favorites. Yes. But anyway, so we just want to do a little highlight. And we're going to continue to talk about it because it just fall just started a couple of days ago. So we're going to continue to talk about fall things and fun things to do this fall. But we wanted to introduce our fall fun faves. All right, girl. Let's hop into this main topic. So how was your day today? You had a busy one. I had the craziest day ever. So this morning was Elia's first day at daycare. Aww. Did you cry? So I let me let me rewind. I did not cry when I dropped her off. Mm-hmm. But after I left and then I called my mom to like let her know how it was, then she made me cry. Oh uh, what? Yeah, because she's like, So how are you doing? How are you feeling? And I'm like, Well, you know, she didn't even Elia didn't cry. She a thug baby. She she really is though, because but you know what? I think probably, too, because sometimes we take our kids to daycare at the church on Sundays. You think maybe that may have helped her kind of get a little comfortable with probably, it at least? Probably, because she literally would cry every time we would leave her, like, scratching me and everything. <laughs> so that was like a month of us taking her to um, children's church on Sundays. Um, and then now, she's been to her daycare twice cause before today because I had to... Um, fill out paperwork and stuff so she went with me and she sat Mm -hmm. in her classroom while I did that but I took her today her 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 dad and I took her and he was holding her and then her teacher's like hey come on Elia let's go and when she first she was like I don't don't know so she like turned (laughs) to her dad like no don't don't let her take me and then she went with her and then they we dropped her off at like the time before they do morning snacks so I think we I kind of did that on purpose because the girl loves to eat, so I figured <laughs> as long as they're giving her some food, she, she might come be okay. <laughs> so she did that, and then I left, and I had to go back in because I forgot to tell her teacher, like, oh, I left her extra wipes and diapers and stuff in this cubby or whatever. And Elia saw me. I'm like, oh, shoot, she's going to cry. She didn't cry, though. Really? Mm-mm. Okay, now tell me. Did Chim D cry? No, girl, <laughs> bye. <laughs> You cry. know he got a soft spot for his seen, little baby. Yes, but I've probably only seen him cry like twice really? out of like the twelve years I've known him. Yes. Wow. He is okay. not a crier. So thug daddy and thug, thug baby. baby. Thug daddy. Mama <laughs> is soft. Okay. Only thug will you mess with thug daddy and thug baby. That's I see. It. That's the only time I'm okay. a thug. Okay. All right. But yeah, then. she didn't cry. 
So I cried because my mom just put it in perspective, like, so you've been with her this whole time. She's 17 months, and now she's in daycare. And I'm like, <gasps> Mom, Dukes, why you do that to her? She, I'm like, you're right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want to leave her. She's like, she's fine. I'm like, but I, I just... It's just not right. It's too soon. I'm like, oh my goodness. And Kroger crying because I stopped at the grocery store to pick up some stuff to like put in the crock pot before I went to work. And I'm like, in the celery, <laughs> grabbing the celery. Like, you're like, it's the onions, y'all. <laughs> it ain't the celery. It wasn't because the onions was nowhere to be found. Oh gosh. <laughs> it was just carrots and celery right there making me cry. Now, me and Amber, so we have a friend named Amber. And she told you, give yourself a little time because it, the waterworks comes a little after the fact. Oh, Amber, mind your business. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. You know you she, ain't right, girl. She really did say that, so I'm mad that she's right. She's always right. She's so smart. Super smart. But tell me, so how did you choose a daycare? Oh, or what made you put her gosh. in daycare? So I officially went back to work for the first time, like to work for someone and like six years. Six years? Yes. How ironic is that? Because I literally had been working for six years and then I just quit my job in March. Look at that. Look like, how God works. And I was so excited to have a stay at home mom friend. And then just like months and later. You straight up left me. I, I did. I didn't do it on dry. purpose. Yeah, she was like, oh, welcome to the S-A-H-M. I'm like, the what? Oh, stay at home mom's club. And then you ain't even. I pieced out on you like real quick. Deuces. I'm sorry. But yeah, so I'm I'm working now and I started today, the same day as Elliot. So that was a lot. Like we both started daycare. A lot of transitions in one day. And so I'm like, Whew, how am I gonna process all that and just make it through? But yeah, so I chose daycares. First off, let's rewind. So when I got the job opportunity, I'm like, okay. I got to find daycare. like, okay, we'll give you some time to figure that out. And I'm like, okay, so what the heck do I do? <laughs> you didn't even know where to start, right? <laughs> didn't know right? where to start. Isn't it like, it's so scary. And you're like, a stranger is about to have my baby. All day. All day. Like, more than me. Because mm-hmm. when she's with me, it's like almost bedtime. Exactly. I would meet parents and they're like, yeah, my kid's bedtime is 730. I'm like, well, what time you get off of work? Like, you literally see your kid for two hours. You'd be like, all right, bye. <laughs> I know. And when I hear people say that, I'm like, uh, okay. So, yeah. I just say hi and eat dinner and that's it. Because what y'all eat dinner in like 10 minutes? But you know what? I guess so. If that works for your family, go for it. But me, like, I literally train my kids to stay up late. Okay. More yes, importantly, yeah. because I didn't want them to wake up early. <laughs> but no, they need to go to bed. So, but yeah. then you just have a little bit of a later bedtime, I guess. Yeah. Not too late, because then you don't have any time for yourself. But, yeah, I I think the fact that I had to search for a daycare is what overwhelmed me. Because I'm like, so where do you start? Like, am I just Googling a daycare? Mm-hmm. And which I did. And it's so ironic. The day that I started searching, I read an article. I was so upset that I'd even seen this article. It just came up and said, um, the expected... Cost or the annual cost of childcare exceeds twenty thousand annually. Twenty thousand. Girl, that's like a college tuition. Exactly, and that's what the article Lord. talked about. Like, forget saving for your child's tuition; you need to save for their childcare. I'm like, at childcare, they're months old. Like, that's it. Now imagine me who has multiple kids. <laughs> all right, girl. 
So did you decide to do an in-home or are you at like a daycare center? So we're at a daycare center and I looked at probably like five or six in person and Mm -hmm. online uh, approximately like 10. I had no idea of living at my house for two years. I had no idea. Like all these daycares are literally like across the street from each other or down the street. That's nice. Everything was in like five minutes from the house. That's real nice. It worked out, but it's like so overwhelming. And then they're like, do you have any questions? I'm like, what in the world am I supposed to ask? Girl. I don't know. Are you going to keep my baby safe? Is she going to eat? Is she going to learn? Like, I don't know. Girl, you so different than me and Realist. So, me and Realist, first off, we started looking several months before the baby was even born. So, we definitely had a different situation. Yeah, I, I wish was already I had that much working. time. Yeah, so I was already <laughs> working at the time when we had Tyson. So, we looked like two or three months before he was even born. And our company had employee... Um, they have these programs where you can like look up information like that, whether it's like a therapist like a or a counselor. Or yeah, it, it's called um, Employee Assistance Program. And I looked up different daycares from there, whether it was a center mm-hmm. or in-home. Um, for us, cost was a big thing, mm-hmm. so we were trying to find something that was in our budget. Right. Um, and so I was so happy that they had that program because then I was able to look through there. And you can just kind of like use different filters and things to like say I don't want that don't want that the big thing for us was are you registered (laughs) well so most daycare centers are but I was really really leaning towards a a in-home because I just I feel like they have that personal touch and like they kind of like grandma that's true and, yeah. and by registered, she means registered, like, with the government, a licensed yes. care center mm-hmm. that you, you have regulations that you have to follow. You're not just out here winging it. Correct. That's and, what she means. Yeah, and they have, like, stars and everything for oh, daycares now. And, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. But yet, it costs so much. Like, literally, I feel like some of them were, like, more than my mortgage. No, they are. For the month. And I was like... F, I can't afford all this. Girl. And my husband was like, why does it cost so much? I was like, I don't know. And infants cost more. That's crazy. So when we were looking, I'm like, what are you about to, are you about to teach my kid how to speak Chinese? And a baby. Mandarin or Spanish? (laughs) Like, what are, what really is my job about to learn up in here? Are you going to provide diapers? Are you going to provide some wipes? I know. (laughs) And then you had to bring everything. So like, some of them were like, over like $1,200. And I was like... For one kid. Yes. And I was like... Um, a month? Yes. And oh my gosh. So one... Of, this is some of the things that I know I learned through the process. So some of them will not like let... So Ellie is 17 months and some of the classrooms like transition at 18 months. But then like some of them transition like as a group. Like the school that she goes to now, they will transition each the classroom together in the okay. fall like as a regular school would um and they don't like move them just because like you're not going to move because you just turned 18 months they're just gonna oh. once you're in that classroom they're going to keep you and you know transition together mm-hmm. so they build like a rapport together they grow together some of the other schools that i looked at which i i didn't choose but they were saying oh she's 17 months so she can start when she turns 18 months in october or we'll keep her in this baby room and when i mean like baby room they're like I mean, there's a big range of, like, development from 12 months to 18 months. Yes, there and is. And Elia, to me, I know every parent says this, but she's pretty advanced for her age. She can, like, communicate really well. And they were like, no, she's going to be in the baby room. I'm like, 
um, these babies are barely crawling, and Ellie is walking around and having conversation. You want to put her in that She would have been the boss baby. She already the thug baby. She would have been the thug boss baby. I need her to learn. I don't want her. And then, like, I feel like she would have been abusing those kids, like, just pushing them over. Well, there may be times where she may be... Like, more advanced, and kids will maybe follow her. That's like, true. she's going to be the leader. But I was girl. like, what frustrated me is that she would have only been in there for, like, three weeks, and then mm-hmm. they would have moved her to the next room. Like, so you're going to, she's never been in child care, one, and now you're going to get her used to it for three weeks, and then she would have had to move to the next classroom. Like, I just didn't. That was too much yeah. for, like, such a short period of time, so I didn't choose that daycare. And then the big factor, like you said, was cost. Um... And Girl, the one, cost will change your life. You're like, oh, y'all, this is so nice. So much but, nicer because ooh, it's how much you say it is thousand dollars cheaper. No. <laughs> <laughs> like it was that, and then that, like the menu, like what she's eating. Because I'm try to be as health conscious as I can, like make sure she's getting a balanced diet. Like that was important. And then like the second thing behind cost was like what she's learning. Because I feel like I do a pretty good job of mm-hmm. like exposing her to different things, teaching her different things. She signs really well. She says a lot of words that I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just over-exaggerating, but I really believe that she's pretty smart for her age. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want her to, like, have that, and then it just stopped. So I think I found a good balance, but I don't know. I mean, I think there's different things that people use to choose. So I don't know. How do you guys choose out there in our Real Moms 2 Village? How did you guys choose child care if your child was in child care? Or did you stay home like how did you work through that what do you think you think yeah. most people just I, uh, I mean no I mean if you are a working mom and you have you know like a set schedule and things you that kind of already limits you so for us it was really big on uh cost is number one cleanliness because oh, I'm yes. big, I'm oh, like you talking about God. health and stuff. I'm like germaphobe, you know, like how many kids? So that's another reason why I personally like the in homes because okay. it's like no more than five or six kids. Right. I don't have like a whole bunch of germs Girl, around my children. I'm not even gonna lie, those little snotty nose kids. <laughs> now I'm walking in, I'm like, you know, I'm touring. You're not gonna wipe the baby nose. No, they're not. I'm because like, think about it, like how many kids they would be wiping noses Girl, I don't every care. five seconds. You better seconds. wipe my baby nose. You gonna be real mad when that crust and, you get. This. <laughs> She go out that crest, just just caked up on that on the rim if of I her walk nose. In there and it's not on her lip. I'm oh my goodness! Up. Like that. Yeah. Once it's to her lip, that means it's been there for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> once it's white, it's been there a long. <laughs> it didn't dried up. Yes, no. Thank goodness there was no snotty nose kids at her daycare. Her teacher, she has two teachers. They're really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think. I think it's a good fit. I mean, it's only the first day, so we'll see. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I remember the first day. I think Rillis took Tyson his first day, to be honest. And I don't think he cried. How did you feel when he took him and you didn't? So I only got six weeks off my first child. So he literally was only seven weeks old. But the good thing was our company at the time had an eight-week program. Okay. And I absolutely loved that daycare. When I tell you, so like, I'm like going to do a plug. Facility. Shout out to J.P. Morgan Chase because they have child care on site in oh two of their locations. Oh, gosh. That's so amazing. And it's an eight-week program, literally. So not it wasn't in my building at the time when I was working, at least. Um, but if you were in that same building and your kid was there, like, you could literally just walk down the steps and go check on them anytime oh you gosh. wanted to. Now, that is something that... 
a lot of larger companies are doing yeah. because they understand like we need to find ways to have this work life balance. And if a person is healthy and yeah. mentally sound and like feeling comfortable, then they just work better. So if you could walk down the kid hall and check on your kid, you can oh go back gosh. to work. How much better of a worker would you be? Or go down and breastfeed your child. Oh you don't have to make goodness. a bottle. Yeah, that would be awesome. That part. There's like, Even now, though, Realist Company, so the daycare is not necessarily in the building, but they have partnered with daycares around the city. Oh, So, smart. like, hey, I want to take a um, self-care day. So, literally, I just say, hey, Realist, can you see if the daycare is available for this day? And it's just one set cost no matter how many kids you have for All that right. daycare. You can That's pick whichever so cool. one. Girl, I love it. That's really cool. And I think that when people think about daycare like for me i was really nervous like i'm doing a really good job taking care of her i don't want to take her and no offense to people i know every lots of people use daycare but i just once you're like with your child for so long you're like i'm sending my child to a stranger like the whole concept is crazy but i think with prayer and time i'll feel better about it the the, the thing that made it better and easier for me and realist was it you have to look at it like your village that's true. You really we do, do talk about that. A lot. Yes, because if you want to be a successful working mom, you gonna need some help sometimes. Yeah. Like I know we want to say we're like this strong woman who can do it all, and I'm not saying we not, can't. It's just we can do it with a little help, and yeah. it's okay, you know. Yeah, that brings up a good point. Um, so the reason, like I said earlier, is that Ellie is in daycare because I'm going back to work. And I haven't worked so long because, for those of you who don't know, my husband was in the NFL for six years. So we literally would travel all the time. So I didn't really have, like, once we got settled, we were either getting released or got uh, he got hurt or something. It was just a lot of stress. So I, it was hard for me to, like, get settled into a career. So now that he's retired and we're settled, now I'm, like, mm-hmm. taking advantage of, like, all right, now I have time. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to just ask it because I know the viewers are wondering. So, was you a trophy wife? Oh, my gosh. Stop. No, I'm (laughs) regular.com over here. No trophy wife. I I mean, he better better think I'm a trophy. But Tell us what the WAG stand for. Wives and girlfriends of sports stars. Anyway. Is that what the S stand for? For real? I never knew that. I thought it was just the S on girlfriend. Oh, my God. No, ma'am. No. I mean, that that is definitely another podcast for another day because I could go on and on about that life. But um, we're, we've always been very regular. I don't know what that means, but we're, we've always kept been down to earth people. So we they never let very, his very career and finances get to our heads. But there are I will I will definitely remind me, Real Moms Two Village, to share how that experience was. Because <laughs> I have plenty of stories, good and bad. But um yeah, so I did that for a while and now that we're and I in the meantime I did like internships and like some freelance work, mm-hmm. writing, social media, but event this marketing. Is, but this is your first time being a mom and, and working. working. Yeah. I know. It's a difference, girl. It's huge. So now that I'm back to work, um, it really just changes everything. So now I'm like, I had this whole routine, this whole schedule, and now I'm trying to figure out how in the world do you figure it all out? Like, what yeah. do you do? So I mean, now that's where I can help you because okay, I literally... You know, I worked for six, almost six years, and I was pregnant or having kids the entire time. You really were. Like, now that's another podcast for another day. But seriously, (laughs) like, I graduated college June of 2012. I started my job 
July of 2012. Wow, you were that bomb. Girl, I had my job secured in November of 2011. Oh Girl, I that, signed like, the contract in December. That, like, happens now. Most people are still trying to find their first job out of college, but so I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know that life. <laughs> That's that team engineer. That's funny. That that uh, I call it orange tassel life. People don't know what that orange tassel look. We had to work for that orange okay, tassel. Anyway, my so. grades was horrible and still still <laughs> got, still got that a bomb job. <laughs> but we're not. And then we got pregnant them. though. So listen, June graduation, July started work, August I got pregnant. Oh my goodness. I thought I was going to kick it, kick it. I'm like, I got a big girl job with big girl big, money. Big girl pennies got you in trouble. Bruh, <laughs> did they? Got me. And then because because I wasn't there a year, mm-hmm. that's why I got only six weeks off. I was oh, supposed to get 12 weeks. Wow. Yes. Wow. I was not happy about that. Okay. But... If you have any questions, please feel free to ask me because I know that was my first job, but then I switched to a second job, and then I got pregnant again with our second kid. Um, (laughs) New job, new kid. And that job was more demanding. Mm. Like, I enjoyed it more, so Mm -hmm. I I liked it. I I had a director role. I had the nice status and stuff, but I had to travel a lot. And I'm breastfeeding. And, I mean, I would travel... I mean, our manager wanted us to travel 20 times. We had to hit 20 schools. Wow. In a month. What? Yes. It's only 30 days? Yes. 30-ish, depending on the Girl. month. Girl. And it became like a competition. Oh, wow. So I was traveling a lot, and it would stress me out big time. Because, I, I mean, little things, back to like the breastfeeding episode from episode one of trying to figure out where I'm going to store my milk. Oh, um, yeah. When am I going to pump? I would pump in the car. It was very stressful for me. So I'm praying you don't have that same type I hope of not, but experience of trying to en- juggle the two. Yeah, but it is encouraging to know that I'm not the only woman going to work and being a mother. Um, it's just something that a lot of women face. According to the Department of Labor, there are 74.6 million women in the labor force. So there's a lot of women working right now. Wow. And, I mean, I even just read this stat, too, saying working moms are the norm. And, I mean, look at your friends and how many of them may be working, even my friends. Yeah. (laughs) The stat, though, it says that 70% of mothers with children under the age of 18 participate in the labor force with over 75% employed full time. That means literally everyone. Yeah. That's a mom. That was me. Has a job. That was shown of me. (laughs) But listen to this next one. Mothers are the primary or or sole earners for 40% of households with children under age 18 today, compared to 11% in the 1960s. Wow. So that means girl, we have more women we, working. We, not only are we working, but we bringing in that cash money, girl. Oh, <laughs> no, but that was me and realist. So imagine me coming home all depressed like... So, yeah, I think I want to quit my job. And I'm the breadwinner. But, I mean, and my husband is very humble and, like, that doesn't bother him or anything. But I was so nervous. I was terrified. I'm like, we about to be broke. (laughs) And now, guess what? I feel like we broke. But But at the same time, you know. It's all perspective. It is perspective. But when you look at your bank account, it is what it is. (laughs) Oh we did a good job of saving on the front end, thank goodness. But it was definitely scary, 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 scary. Yeah, but when you think about it, if there's so many women working, 
now than compared to later, then you could understand how challenging it is. Because back then, women stayed home yeah, and they took care of the house. They took care of the kids and the husband worked. And now with women working and being mothers, back then it was like you could only do one or the other. Now, it's almost like you're required to figure it out. Not even both. required. You're expected. Yeah. When I quit my job, girl, people was looking at me like, hold up, you pay, you about to quit that good paying like, job? Why are you quitting? To stay at home with your kids. And I don't think you have to be mutual. Like, you don't have to do one or the other. Like, right. You, I think you could do both. Or you could do one or the other. I think it's just really preference. And you have to do what's right for your family. Mm-hmm. But I will say... There was a time where I literally looked down at like stay at home wives and moms. I thought, oh, of course, what are you doing? It's all day? back to those stigmatisms. Yeah, like, we like, just get stuck in these. Um, you got that degree, you worked hard for it, you got that job, and you're yeah. just gonna give it all up. That's what they make to you feel. Sit at home on your behind, and let me tell you, because I was a stay at home mom and wife. I stay, sitting on your behind was not what I did. Oh no, get my back hurting right now from bending over and telling her no, stop, don't do this. The child is climbing on every dang on thing now. She's like a little Georgia the Jungle. What are you doing? And the hardest part for me was that I always felt like I was working. Like even once my husband got home, even though like I'm like, all right, you're here now. I could get a break. I really don't get a break because they're so used to you, and they're like, mommy, mm-hmm. mommy, mommy, mommy. Girl, my kids will walk. Right past their daddy and say, I'm thirsty. And he could be standing at the refrigerator with a bottle of water he in can't his hand. physically get the water, Alana. You didn't know that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the problem is. Yes, girl. But, I mean, even when I was working, though, you just, you always feel guilty one way or the that other. True. You're working, and I would be traveling. I would have to do overnight sometimes. So now I'm like, okay, no, I feel bad for staying away from him. So you feel bad you because you're home, because you're not contributing to the finances or whatever. Right. And you feel bad if you do go to work because you're away from them. But at the end of the day, when they start school, they'll be away from you. We can think true. about it like that, right? That's true. And I feel like we shouldn't put so much pressure on ourselves. But I think society does a little more than we do to ourselves. Once they do it, then we feel like... Well, now I have to go by society expectations. Like, if I stay home, I'm not good enough. Or you are good enough, depending on, like, what yeah. what you were brought up thinking. Mm-hmm. And then if I work, then I'm not a good mom because I'm away from my kids. Or, on the other side, I work and I'm a really good mom because I'm, like, helping take care. Like, you know, it's just, yeah. like, confusing. But, you, you know, another another perspective that I think me and you have definitely been blessed to have a support that has afforded us that opportunity. But when you look at these statistics, this is kind of telling me that either hopefully these women are choosing to work, but I I know that a lot of them don't have a choice. Yeah, and that's the the hard part because you don't want to feel less of a woman or a mom because you choose one or the other or you have to do one or the other. I think that that's why we have this podcast to explain that, like, no matter what you're doing to, like, help your family, you're still a real mom, too. Like, nothing yes, should, like, sure. be the qualifiers. Like, oh, I have a job, so now I'm a good real mom. Or, no, I stay home, so now I'm a good... No, I think mm-hmm. I think if we tell the world to stop telling us what, what, what makes us a good mom or a good woman, then we I think it changes everything. And once we start saying that and then believing that, and I think it... It sets a whole different dynamic that wasn't there before. And that that even goes back to daycare as well. Yeah. Because people don't always have all those options. That's true. Like, I can't afford $1,000 a That's month. That's true. I can't afford 
$500 a week or whatever you it is. What you can. So you have to do what you can. So I'm it's in, in the back of your mind, you want to judge moms like, well, she sent her child over there, but that's where she can afford, afford. and she just got to stay in prayer or whatever her coping mechanism is that her baby is going to be safe and good. But yeah. it's either work or stay at home, not work, and, and then people want to judge them if they on government assistance. Yeah. Girl, do what, do what you got to do. And if you don't know about those programs, moms out there, especially my young moms, take advantage. Don't feel bad because you need to use WIC. Don't feel bad because you need to get, um, I think it's Title 20. Yeah, they like, have programs to, to help young moms or moms take in general to take care yeah. of their families. You are not a bad mom for using those opportunities. I call them opportunities. They are not a crutch. Right. They are opportunities because, I mean, if you want to go out to your career, you want to go to school, whatever that is, do it. But utilize those opportunities yeah. so you're not stretching yourself thin. And don't feel guilty about making the best decision for yourself and yes. your child. And it's at that moment, yeah. you know? Because yeah. literally from child A to child C, one and two, three for me, like, it looked different. Yeah. That's I was pressed. You know, with Tyson, we were pressed. We were we're here by ourselves. We don't have family. So we're like, we got to do what we got to do. We're not going to know whether they're in the house right. or they're in the center. We still ain't going to know you're y'all. You're just going to figure it out. <laughs> you're just going to figure it out. And that's a good point because I, when I dropped her off today, what made me cry is feeling like, so I judged this whole stay-at-mom thing, and then now I am a stay-at-home mom, and then now I'm not a stay-at-home mom. So I'm feeling like this... This, like, weight of, like, am I making the right decision? Am I doing it for, like, obviously I'm super excited about my job. Like, I'm really doing something that I love. Mm-hmm. And it's a good opportunity to just, like, be in an element on my own. It has nothing to do with, like, my husband's businesses or career. It's all about just me. And that's that's something that I haven't had for a while because a lot of things that, he was involved in that that kind of like overshadowed some of the things that I wanted to do so this podcast and me going back to work kind of happened around the same time so now I have that and he's super supportive but it still felt like I'm leaving them hanging because I've been doing everything I think it's again back to the society like you feel like you have to choose one or the other you can't choose both but I'm proud of you and it was so funny because Realist asked me like so why is she going back to work again and in the back of my mind I'm like uh because she wants to because she wants to but um like yeah you want to go and 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 that's what being a real mom is because we say the t-o-o because there's so many more things that we are you know you're an individual at the end of the day before you was even a mom you was a woman you know well, I was Thea Coleman back then, but Dang. I was walking in it, and, and then you're like, shoot, now I'm adding all these layers. That's why it's two, because you're you're a mom, but you're everything else, and I think this podcast gives me that, like, freedom to be like, okay, I can do this. Yes, and I can do this and I can do this. this. And, and I can share this, and I can help. Like, so now you're walking in this journey with us so that we're not feeling like, oh, dang, am I the only one? Like, no, heck yes. no, you're not. So to wrap this section up, you know, for us, whatever you choose, let it be your choice. Yes. And if you don't have the choice, just look at it as temporary. It's nothing to set in stone, you know. If you don't like the daycare your child is in, keep looking. Keep asking for recommendations yes. around. But we know sometimes you got to do what you got to do when you got to do yeah. it. Yeah, I agree. All right, so that's all we have for today. Don't forget to tune in to the next episode. 
Like, share, comment, and follow us on social media at Real Moms 2. That's T O O, not T W O, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.